Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. You know, on the podcast over the past couple of months and in our writings at Tech Today, we mentioned that services companies are having difficulty filling low-wage positions because would-be workers are opting to stay home and collect federal unemployment as opposed to returning to jobs or taking on new work and being productive. The federal government is essentially competing with American businesses for jobs. And so that was based on you know, anecdotal evidence that, that we collected. And then today, the numbers came out, economic numbers came out. In the month of April, 266,000 jobs were added, well below the, the consensus, which I believe was north of a million. But not a surprise to us and not a surprise to you know anybody who's paying attention to what's going on in sort of day-to-day life. problem is too many market economists don't leave their cubicle and pay attention to what's going on in the real world. So that's how they they missed this number so badly. As to when we think this will blow up in terms of, you know, this this economy that's built on debt, the artificially low rates, perpetual quantitative easing, the the, the signpost to to watch out for is on September 6th of this year, the federal unemployment benefits associated with the pandemic response are supposed to expire. And a lot of people expect them to expire. We don't. We think those benefits will be carried right through the midterm elections, which will be in November of 2022. So whether it's extend them for another six months and then six months from September 6th, extend them again, or just extend them once for 12 months. And the difference between the two is political show. It's, it's, all, it's all theater. The Republicans may say, hey, you know, extend them for six months so we look like we put up a fight. And then six months from now, we could extend them again. But we believe they'll be extended through the midterms, which means inflation basically gets out of control, right? The Fed's going to lose control of inflation because our view on the Fed is that the Fed would like to see the labor participation rate tick up for a couple months, three months, four months before they decide to, to taper. And it's going to be difficult to get a good read on labor participation. It's going to be impossible for the labor participation rate to return to pre-COVID levels until these federal unemployment benefits expire. So to get a sort of a good unpolluted read on what labor participation rates are, to the, you know, is their strength returning to the labor market? What you need to see happen is to see the unemployment benefits expire and then see several months of strength. That's what I believe the Fed is looking for before they start to taper. But by the time that happens, you're in 2022. And I think at some point in 2022, just inflation gets out of control and the Fed, you know, they're either forced to taper prior to getting the, the, the data reads that they want and they knock the market back and they slow down the economy a little bit, which would be a good thing. I'd like to see them taper now. I'd like to see them raise rates now. So they'll either taper ahead of having the information they'd like to have sometime next year or they will just not taper and inflation spirals completely out of control. It's already out of control for a number of American families who are feeling real financial pain as a result of the inflation tax. So it's not like nobody's feeling pain right now. There's inflation everywhere you look. I mean, we inflated the money, the, the money supply by 4x, and now we have price inflation across asset classes. And we've had price inflation for months across asset classes. And as to whether or not inflation is transitory, no, it, it, it's not. But if you want to use the Fed's definition of inflation for a moment to, to, to answer the question whether or not it's transitory, the answer is no, because the, the, these companies who have ramped up supply don't have the ability to, to flex 
supply capacity on demand. Once they ramp up supply, those costs associated with, with ramping up supply channels, those costs aren't going away. You know, many of those costs are a one-time uh, fixed cost as you, as you build capacity. Those costs will be passed on to consumers, whether that's the end consumer or the consumer of a particular service who may be an intermediary. But those uh, ramping costs aren't transitory. Those elevated price levels are going to, to be here in perpetuity. And we have an article that's coming out tomorrow, Saturday morning, that covers what I just covered. And one of the things you'll notice in the article, if you kind of read between the lines, at this point, Powell and the Fed are really an afterthought. Powell's a figurehead, and I expect him to step down in 2022. But it's really the Biden administration slash Congress slash Yellen that are not, not only driving fiscal policy, but they're driving monetary policy. It's a hybrid policy, and they're driving it. Powell's just along for the ride. So this hybrid experiment blows up sometime next year. That's all for now. See you next time.